Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. All right, happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to the show. We have made it through a work week. We're looking forward to the weekend, and I hope and pray, no matter where you're listening to me, that the weather will cooperate and give you a wonderful weekend to get out and enjoy the good fall weather and be able to see the wonderful paintings and masterpiece that the Lord uh, provides by the changing of the leaves and the, the beautiful skies and all of that. Today, I want to discuss a parable that's known um, with two different titles. It's either the parable of the sower or the parable of the soil, depending on which version of the Bible that you read. And some interesting facts about this that I've, I've learned while studying about um, this parable and preparing for today's show is this parable is found in three out of the four Gospels. It's found in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And, and it's not in John because, as I said, I found out that John didn't really, really write or record many parables. And I, and I found that very interesting. But the overview of, of this message today, this is where Jesus would try to illustrate what happens when a farmer sows seeds in different soils and the, and the different results that unfolded. And the crowds that would be gathered around listening to Jesus during this time would be very familiar with the concept of sowing seeds. And they would understand um, when you reached into the bag and you grabbed the seeds and you tossed it on the ground, naturally, not all the seeds found the best soil. And so that's just kind of like a, a quick overview of today's episode. But I want to read out of Matthew 13, verse 3. And this is Jesus speaking, where he's telling them about the farmer. A farmer went out to plant some seeds. He scattered them across his field. Some of the seeds fell in the footpath, and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell in shallow soil with underlining rock. And the seeds that sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow, but the plants soon wilted under the hot sun since they did not have deep roots, and they died. Other seeds fell among the thorns, where they grew up and choked out the tender plants. And still other seeds fell in, uh, fell in fertile soil, and they produced crops that was 30, 60, even 100 times as much as was planted. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. So Jesus just gave an illustration and told a crowd about a parable of a, of a sower or a farmer who was spreading field, uh, seeds in his field. And he illustrates four different types of soil. And he talks about the, uh, the soil that, that is hard and compact. It's a path. And typically, back in this time, around the fields, there's usually uh, some type of either footpath or maybe a path for a cart or animal, you know, horse uh, to go between the fields. And so that would be very hard and compact. And, and if you've ever noticed, nothing really penetrates that. And what I believe Jesus is trying to illustrate is that's a hardened heart of a person to where it is so compact and so hard that nothing can penetrate it or pierce it. 
And as I said, if you've ever seen one of these dirt roads or anything of this nature that's hard and compact, especially here in Georgia with our uh, good old-fashioned Georgia red clay, um, it's pretty much like a rock. And any anything, whether it's water, seeds, or anything that falls on it, will just skip right off of it because of the, the hardness of the soil. And we can all... Uh, probably come up with a few people that we know in our lives that have a hardened heart, that has a heart that's not prepared, it's not wanting to accept anything. It wants to dismiss everything and completely just blow it off and keep moving. And these are the type of people that we truly, as Christians, need to pray for and ask God to, to soften their heart, to open their heart up and allow them to be able to receive and enjoy um, the word of the Lord. And so Jesus is already talking to the crowd and saying, and this is my opinion, saying, hey, look, I know there's some of you out there that won't even listen to what I have to say. You're here because you probably got drugged here by a friend or a family member. And there's nothing that's going to, I can say it's going to get through to you. But then you look over at the rocky soil to where um, the Bible, where it was reading that it was shallow soil with underlining rocks. Okay. And this is a person who starts off initially enthusiastic about everything, but their interest is shallow and as thin as the soil among the rocks and their enthusiasm dries up. That rocky soil may also represent hardship and trials in their lives that block them from growing in their faith. Either way, the result is the same. Their interest withers away. And we know folks like that. We know people in our lives that that start off excited. You know, I'm going to jump on this Jesus train. I'm going to do this. I'm going to watch some Christian movies, listen to Christian music. I'm going to jump into this whole thing of being a Christian. And then all of a sudden, something pops up in their lives, causes a hardship that causes them to say, I don't have time for this. This, I've been hurt. I, I don't have time for this. And so these are the people who, who start off the race. And man, still thinking that it's a long race. They just think it's a quick sprint. And they come to realize that they don't have the energy or they don't have the gas and their enthusiasm dries up and wilters away. Now we look over at the, the third type of people, which is what they call the thorny soil or, or the bushes. And so this is where the seed's going to fall within this bush or within this um, thorny area that doesn't allow nutrients and sunlight and everything that, that that seed needs to grow, it's not there because it's being blocked by this, this bush, by this object. And these are the people who, who are choking out the opportunity to listen to Jesus because they're more focused on money and jobs and relationships or whatever has grabbed their attention that's where their focus is. And they don't have time for Jesus. They don't have time for the word. 
And I know people like that too, where I've sat and tried to share the gospel with people and they don't have time for it. They have no dealings for it whatsoever. Don't talk to me about that. I don't have time. My career, my car, my life, my job, my this, my that takes precedence because I have to be a superstar by the time I reach the age such and such. I don't have time to follow this guy named Jesus. I don't have time to follow some words written in a book. I don't have time to follow some guy lived 2,000 years ago. I'm here today, and I'm living for today, and that's what I got to do. And I'm sure some of you listening to me right now can, can go quickly in your brain to someone very familiar like that. So, so far, three out of the four types of people Jesus has already illustrated. But then he starts talking about the good ground, where the soil fell, and then it produced crops 30, 60, even 100 times more than was planted. And these are the hearts that are right. They are prepared right. They are willing to receive the seed to be able to help provide what it needs to grow. And then it produces great crops. And these are people who who have their heart right with God. So Jesus illustrates four different types of soil to show four different types of people. And we all know all of these types of people somewhere in our lives. But I can tell you this, when you when you dig into this a little deeper and you want to just, just get in a little deeper about this parable, you start to realize, can anyone tell me who the farmer is in this parable? The farmer is God, and the seed is his word. As I said earlier, when Jesus is teaching this parable, he is, he is showing people, hey, You are going to hear the word, and it's up to you on how you want to receive it. Because if you if you look at other scriptures in the Bible when it comes to Jesus, because I'm I'm gonna try to show you how all this comes together. Jesus tells us that he is the living water. That's what he told the Samaritan woman. He is the living water. Jesus tells tells us he's the light of the world. All right. So what does a seed need to grow because I'm not a farmer I don't really do good with plants but this is what a seed needs it needs a good fertile ground for the seed to be placed in it needs the right amount of water and the right amount of light and the right amount of love for it to grow because as I said I I can't grow a plant you give me a plant I'm gonna give you back something dead that's usually the way it happens. I'm not good at that. That's not my calling. That, ain't, that is not what God blessed me with. He blessed me with the ability to get behind a microphone and run my mouth. And he blessed me with the opportunity to, to provide and make, make a way for my family. And that's what I thank him for. But getting back to this parable and getting back to what the seeds need. So let me, let me illustrate this to show you what I'm talking about. As we said, the farmer is God. The seed is his word. The soil is our hearts. 
And if you know Christ and you've accepted him, you already have that fertile, soft heart. And that seed has came in to your life, and it took root, and that's and that's how you turned your life over to Jesus because you believed in salvation and you accepted him in your life. But once that seed is planted, Jesus gives you the, the water that you need, and he is the light. He is the light of the world. He is that, that, that sunlight that's going to help that word grow in your heart. And now if you go a little bit further with this, now we're looking at the fact of what happens when crops are growing and when plants are growing. They go through a time to where um, pollination, to where they may release seeds and stuff, and that goes out and it falls where it falls. And if it's good soil, it takes up and it keeps growing. And sometimes you can grow crops as, as the Bible said, 60, you know, 30, 60, 100 times more than what you planted because the seeds keep moving and they keep um, producing. Well, that's what we do when we're telling people about Jesus. When we're telling people about our Savior, we're out there allowing the seed, which is the word of God, because what we're telling them comes out of the Bible. We're able to allow that just to go out there and let it travel out of our mouth and land where it lands. And there's times where there's hardened hearts, and it's not gonna hit, it's not gonna hit. It's gonna hit all four types of these people, right? But it's exciting when we find out it hits that good fertile soil on someone whose heart is right, and they're just waiting for the word, and that word hits them, and then it takes root, and then they can grow in their faith, just as a young plant grows, and then it they can go out and tell the people about Jesus. And you see the chain reaction. You see where this never stops. That's what's exciting about this. When Jesus teaches us parables, when he takes time to teach us, it's not only for 2,000 years ago. It's for today. It's for tomorrow. That's what's exciting. Because there's nothing in the Bible today that was written that you could not use to apply for today or tomorrow. People say, well, I have these troubles in my lives and I just don't know where to turn. First and foremost, turn to God, then turn to his word because his word is a living testimony. It's a living book and it can help you through any of the problems that you're facing today. All we have to do is quit being lazy and and open it up and start reading And I believe in my heart, the more that you get in and you read, the more that you're going to get out of it. And you're going to find out that you may be stony hearts where you got a little bit of soil and some rock. But you know what? By reading and studying the word of God, I believe even the the hardest of hearts, it could be tilled up and crushed up and made into fertile soil. Only if we're willing to accept him. So the challenge today is very simple. The challenge is, where do you want to go from here? How do you want your heart and your soil to be? Do you want to stay compact to where nothing gets through to you? Do you want to be rocky to where you have have the gas and you have the energy to start with, but you can't finish? Or do you are you the thorns that's going to choke up everything because it's not in your plans? Or do you want to be the great soiled willing to accept it? So the challenge is 
that you got to ask yourself today is, what soil are you? I mean, I've been, I've been all four, and I thank God every day that his word finally took. Like I said, and I've shared this on this podcast, I was, I was in my early 20s when I turned myself over, finally allowed God to come into my life, I should say. I was in my early 20s because I went through all those soils and I went through all that process to finally having my heart right to receive the word of God. So as I get ready to close, I pray for all of you that are listening to me, I pray that that you'll check yourself. That's the biggest thing, check yourself. See what condition your heart's in. Because it's easy to go from from sometimes having a a good receptive heart and and something happening and it wanting to change. So check yourself. Get a checkup. See where you're at. Hey, listen, thank you so much for joining me here today at Jesus and a Cup of Joe. I love spending time with you guys. I love being able to uh, bring you different messages. And, you know, I ask you just to follow us on our social media pages our, our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our website, which is JesusAndACupOfJoe.com. Um, I am working on some things coming up. I'm not, I'm not ready to share with you yet. Um, I can tell you that we're working on some projects that I'm hoping to be able to bring you some more information in the upcoming weeks. So you'll have to stay tuned and stay listening for that. But, um, As we get ready to wrap this thing up, thank you so much. And just remember, you always start your day with Jesus and a cup of joe. God bless. 